Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. This is Mint Light Morning Shot, and I am Shohini Sen. Good morning. Here's a roundup of the news you can use before you start your day. The European Union will reach collective immunity through vaccination in the fall as planned. Despite supply delays from AstraZeneca, EU Industry Commissioner Thierry Breton said, "The bloc has the world's biggest vaccine portfolio and can make up for one supplier's shortcoming." Meanwhile, Taiwan and Palau will open their borders to form a travel bubble. In the US, former President Donald Trump said he would urge his supporters and others wary of the vaccine to get it. The number of reported cases rose 10% to more than 3 million in the week through Sunday the fastest rate since early January according to the WHO Fresh off a stop in Tokyo President Joe Biden's top diplomat and defense chief traveled to South Korea on Wednesday a day after North Korea made sure it had their attention by warning the United States to refrain from causing a stink amid a deadlock nuclear negotiations How to get North Korea to return to talks will be a major focus when Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin meet South Korean officials. It has been over 2 years since nuclear talks stalled and some experts say the US and its allies should settle for a deal that would freeze North Korea's nuclear program in return for relaxing sanctions and possibly leave Pyongyang's already manufactured nuclear weapons in place. Austin and Blinken will meet their South Korean counterparts for separate talks and a joint 2 plus 2 meeting today, the first such contact between the two countries in five years. Myanmar's most powerful Buddhist Monks Association called on the junta to end violence against protesters and accused an armed minority of torture and killing innocent civilians since last month's coup, media said on Wednesday. In its most forthright condemnation of the military's bloody crackdown on pro-democracy demonstrations, the government-appointed organization also said in a draft statement its members intended to halt activities in an apparent protest. According to Reuters, the state's Sangha Mahanayaka committee planned to release a final statement after consulting the religious affairs minister on Thursday. The Myanmar Now news portal reported, citing a monk who attended a meeting of the committee. Monks have a long history of activism in Myanmar and were at the forefront of a 2007 Saffron Revolution against military rule and uprising which those suppressed helped usher in democratic reforms. Miner Agronot Resources said on Wednesday it would go ahead with final preparations for drilling at its Mardi project in South Australia despite a legal challenge by an Aboriginal group which says it would damage a sacred area. The miner whose subsidiary Kelare received state government approval to drill on the shores of Lake Torrens in January is set to start exploration this week. Australian state and federal laws around Aboriginal heritage protection are under national review after Rio Tinto legally blew up ancient rock shelters for an iron ore mine, exposing a legal framework skewed to support development. Australian Aboriginal culture is regarded as the oldest living civilization and the rock shelters showed among the earliest evidence of human habitation. 
Thousands of voting booths opened across the Netherlands early Wednesday on the final day of a general election, overshadowed by the coronavirus pandemic, with caretaker Prime Minister Mark Rutte seeking a fourth term in office. Rutte's Conservative People's Party for Freedom and Democracy has been leading polls by a wide margin for about a year, but the lead has been shrinking in recent weeks. If his party emerges as the largest when polls close at 9 p.m. local time, Rote will be the first in line to lead talks to the form the next ruling coalition. If he succeeds, he could become the country's longest-serving prime minister. His popularity, which rose sharply last year, has eroded in recent weeks as public support for a month-long lockdown declined and his government resigned over a scandal involving tax officials wrongly labelling thousands of families as fraudsters. Nepal is investigating how a Bahraini prince planning to climb Mount Everest brought 2,000 coronavirus vaccine doses to the country without prior approval, authorities said. Sheikh Mohammed Hamad Mohammed Al Khalifa, who flew into Kathmandu on Monday, planned to donate the AstraZeneca shots in a village, according to the Nepali embassy in Bahrain. It was brought without meeting the required procedure and prior consent from our office. We are investigating and will take a decision on whether it can be used, Santosh KC, spokesman for the Department of Drug Administration, told AFP on Wednesday. The prince's group, which includes members of the Bahrain Royal Guard, is returning to Nepal after climbing the 8163-metre Mount Manaslu and the 6119-metre Lobuche in October. At the time, there was a ban on foreign visitors because of the pandemic, but Nepal made an exception and granted a permit to the sheikh's team. You are listening to Mint Like Morning Shot with Shohini Sen. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shohini Sen or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. And to listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.